saying. Uh, this weekend, we uh, celebrate D-Day. Did you know that? Yes. Yesterday, June 6, 1944, was what was called the Normandy Landing. 2,500 American soldiers that died. Uh, particularly most of them between Omaha and Utah Beach. Uh, it's a terrible situation. Largest land invasion in history. But he wrote, uh, wrote the book, uh, The Greatest Generation. And uh, you ever get a chance to read that? Right now when I see all I get infuriated. I really get upset. I'm all for you know, protesting. We, we, we have this constitutional right to protest. But when it turns into rioting, uh, I, I get really, really ticked off. I mean, people being killed. You know, it's just like uh, this uh, uh, Floyd who was killed. All of us in the United States would agree, uh, President of the United States, and we had a black guard, a retired officer in St. Louis, who they shot and allowed to lay there and bleed to death and very little mentioned about him. I, I don't understand. It's, there's so much I don't understand about this thing, that whole stuff. But it it's really upsetting me. And uh, I know it is a lot of people. I don't do Facebook. But from what I understand, a lot of other people are, are really upset. There is not a prejudiced bone in my body. And I think most people are like that. But I want to tell you this. There is no way. Anytime, you know, there's so many of them saying we're going to march, we're going to do this, that, and the other until there's no more discrimination. They just plan on marching forever because there's always going to be discrimination. I don't care if it's whites to blacks or blacks to orientals. There's always going to be discrimination. In fact, let me give you a case in point. First time I ever, Lynn and I went to Haiti, uh, his name was Papa Doc, he, or not Papa Doc, but uh, LaFranc. He was showing us around. And one of the things that he showed us, he said, if you notice down here, right in the middle of the aisle, it's like a mountain. Nice fine homes, I mean, for Haiti on, on top of that mountain. He said, if you notice the nice homes up there and people literally sleeping on top of concrete graves and, and whatever down here. He said, the reason being, now this, this is all black people. He said, if you are a lighter skinned black, you marry well and you can move up higher on the mountain. If you are a darker skinned black, you have to stay down here in poverty. This is among blacks. There's always going to be somewhere, somehow, some way discrimination. Is it right? No. If you're a born again Christian, it's not right. And unless everybody in the United States become Christian, realize there's always going to be a certain amount of that. But in this situation, everybody was in agreement. This is bad. But you see, you know and I know there are other people behind this whole situation that has an annihilistic intent and ideology. And if the United States don't get this act together, they're not going to be in the United States. And Lord willing, we're going to have that. I want to teach you all a, a Hebrew word. Can you say, Upa? Upa. Upa. All right, I have no idea what that meant. <laughs> Now, when I point at you, there's going to be a time where I point at you, you say, Oopa. In days of old, when trouble came on God's 
They bought their house together, they weren't alone. The power of God would fall, the mighty cross the land. When their hearts were changing, till them by the hand. Turn, turn, turn. I'm going to start that over. I have messed that up. This may be live radio, but I've got to start that over. That was so bad, I got off course. And what, I thought I'd get it back on. That train had done left the station. <laughs> In days of old when troubles came upon God's own, they bowed their heads together and they weren't alone. The power of God would fall mighty across the land. When her hurts were truly changing, taking my hand. Turn, 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 turn away from sin. Turn, 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 be humble once again. Today again the darkest moves all around. We need a praying people, hope they can be found. This is the time, the place where we must make a stand. And on the word of God that he may give our land. Turn, 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 turn away from sin. Turn, 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 be humble once again. Yeshua, Adonai, and Abraham, it's he. Let's join our prayers together, set our nation free. God has not changed at all, he's remained the same. He said he'd heal our land if we would call his name. Turn, 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 turn away from sin. Turn, 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 be humble once again. Yeshua, I don't die, and Elohim is here. Let's join our prayers together, set our nation free. Yeshua, I don't die, and Elohim is here. Let's join our prayers together, set our nation free. <laughs> See, next time you get mad and you start, you start breaking plates, you get mad and you start breaking the plates, and your wife comes in just like her and go, Hoopa! <laughs> oh, well, little, little Jewish flavor this morning. Very little. Hoopa! See, he didn't think he was going to learn any Jewish language this day. If you have your Bibles with you, we're going to look at Psalm 2. Psalm 2. It's, uh, as we said before, a terrible thing going on in our country right now. Uh, it's like it, it's turning quickly turning into a civil war you know that and I know that and uh, I'm just going to be honest with you I'm going to we have gotten so politically correct and we have to, you have to realize in fact if you get a chance a book by David Horowitz it's called The Dark Agenda The War to Destroy Christian America if you ever get a chance to read now he's not a Christian but you ought to read this. You would think he's a Christian by the time you finish reading it. You ought to read this. If you want to know what's behind what's going on right now, you need to read this. If you want to know who's behind what's going on right now, you need to read this. You see, because 
God's word even tells us that what we're seeing right now is going to happen. God's word tells us what is going to be the next step after what we see going. Because you realize, I hope you realize, this riot and looting is not just in the United States. If you notice, it's in London. They, they uh, uh, graffiti Churchill's statue. I've been by that statue numerous times. Beautiful statue. They graffitied it. They're all over the, in France. This has started worldwide because of attack on religion, attack on Christianity. You say, well, yeah. Let me tell you, look in your history books. Go back to the French Revolution. During the time of the French Revolution, they wanted to throw off all aspects of religion. Now, granted, uh, the Catholic Church at that time had a lot of atrocities. There's no doubt about it. But to try to say that, uh, like Bill Maher, Bill Maher says, we got to do away with religion because there's so many, just so we survive, he says. Got to do away with religion so that uh, mankind can survive. And he cites the Crusades and he cites different things where people were killed in the name of religion. What he fails to realize and what he fails to bring out, I don't know if it's out of ignorance or on purpose, there have been far, far, far more people killed in the name of atheism than in the name of religion. You take Russia, you take China, you take Indochina, over a hundred million Christians have been killed by these atheists. You see, Russia is an atheist country. Mark said it's an opium of the people. It's the sigh of the oppressed, he said. Christianity, I shared this with you before, Richard Wormbrand, a, a man who was in prison because of faith. I shared this not long ago here. He was in prison because he would dare write and speak that there is no way that socialism, communism, and Christianity can coexist. Now think of that. We have people in the United States right now who are running on a socialistic platform, who are proud to be socialists. But the majority of Americans, God's word says my people in Hosea, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And because of the ignorance, there ought to be more pastors, I'm trying to put roses on my shoulder, preaching and teaching this morning what's going on, where it comes from, and what God's word says about it, and what is our venue out. Amen. You see, the, the, the little song that I did, if you understand 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. That's, that's in your mustache, isn't it? That's right there. You want your land to be healed? You better turn back to the Lord. Remember the scripture we read in Proverbs or call to worship this morning? Remove not the ancient landmarks. This nation, whether you like it or not, was founded upon Judeo-Christian principles. The new atheism is trying to rewrite that. You go to Washington, D.C., and where once before there were so many references, like E. Pluribus Unum, out of, out of, one, uh, out of many, the one, and in regards to our, our money and God we trust. On so many of the buildings in Washington, D.C., museums and such, there would be references and scriptural references that our founding fathers would make in regards to quoting the Bible. They are in a process, have been for some time, removing it, rewriting it. The new atheism wants to, 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 to do away with any reference of Christianity. Why? Because socialism and communism cannot coexist with Christianity. Socialism, communism must, must destroy Christianity. It goes all the way back to the Mayflower Compact. It was written with references to God and, and a nation and a freedom. 
All through our whole principles. The new atheist trying to say, no, the social experiment called democracy in the United States, the experiment of democracy, it is a secularist country, a secularist nation. In one sense, they're right, it is secular in the fact that we don't promote one religion. You worship according to the dictates of, yourself, of, of God and your conscience. In that sense. But everything about that, the freedom that is the aspect of that, is found out of Christianity. And so we have people right now, you know, as I said before, we had 2,500 American GIs who died uh, in 1944. We celebrated reverence uh, this weekend. There, who is it? Drew Brees, is that his name? The quarterback? Did you see he came out and he said, when I see the American flag, it makes me think of my two grandfathers who served in World War II. And then all of a sudden there was pressure put on him and he come back in a couple of days and said, I apologize for saying that. That's one of the stupidest things anybody. Apologize for your belief in the United States of America. He had just said that the American flag, every time he saw it, made him think of his grandfathers and the men and women who had died to protect that flag, to keep it from hitting the ground. I was listening to a, a veteran yesterday who was there at Normandy, and he had been wounded three times, and he said he really believed that America and the Allies had lost the war. And he said he was on a litter, and they were putting him in, in one of the, the amphibious crafts to take him back to the ship. And he just said he knew because there's so many people dying all around, he said, he knew that they were defeated. He said, but he looked up and somebody had placed an American flag on the beach and he knew then we didn't lose. You going to apologize for that? Are you, are you going to, you know what's going to happen now? All these people who realize that that Kaepernick was wrong, all of a sudden now they're all jumping on the bandwagon of, of how he was a hero to leap forth in this liberal ideology. Bull hockey. I wouldn't give him a job painting my car. Well, that, I don't know who painting nobody paint my car. Never look. Wash my car. Thank you. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Uh, these terrorists, these, these homeland terrorists, rioters, and looters are causing people to coward in the corner, are causing politicians to step forward. It all goes back. Like I said before, the French Revolution, they literally, they, they killed thousands of people and these people were Christians during the French Revolution. They killed all these Christians. In fact, the cathedral we talked about, what, a year or two years ago in Notre Dame that burned, they took control of that and they called it the Temple of Reason. He said, no reference to God, the Temple of Reason, man's own reasoning. Let me tell you, God's word says there's a way that seems right to man. But the end thereof is the way of death. If we don't realize that this whole situation, you take somebody like Richard Dawkins, who, who, who wrote a, a book literally uh, talking, about, talking about against the existence of God. Here he is an intellectual. And he writes a book talking, and he literally says the stupidest people in the world are Christians. He said, with all the scientific uh, discoveries, 
that anybody who would still believe in God has got to be the dumbest of the dumb. You, you take Christopher Hitchens. He does the same thing. Has, in fact, he doesn't call it atheism. He calls it anti-theism. In other words, he's blatantly saying we're against God. We have our professor. In fact, uh, uh, I don't know if you've caught, they said a lot of these young people who are with Antifa, that they learned it from professors. They got their ideology from professors in liberal universities. You know, if you want to get rid of a snake, you cut its head off. I think they all need to go back and find out where the source is of this anti... Not only that. Now, I know I haven't read the scripture here yet. Not only that. Hadn't been that long ago, for eight years, Barack Obama did a tour around that world apologizing for the United States of America. He went around telling everybody that he was sorry for the United States. He was brought up in a communist home, a Marxist home, a socialist home. That's what he's brought up in. One of his great authors, his and Hillary Clinton, was Saul Olinsky. When you read Saul Olinsky's book, uh, Dealing for Radicals, you know who he dedicates the book to? Check it out. His dedication was to the first radical that changed to where he would have his own kingdom, Lucifer. This book was dedicated to the first radical in heaven, was Lucifer. Does that give you any, and, and clearly the attack is on the standards, the, the war right now, what you see going on, alright, let's look at uh, Psalm 2, you're probably thinking you're never going to get to this, here's what God's word says about what's going on right now. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a, fa a vain thing? In other words, emptiness. With their, God's word is telling us, with all the evidence of, of the existence of God, with all the evidence of the existence of God, with all that he has done for his people and all the prophecies in the word of God that have been fulfilled and are yet to be fulfilled. With all the evidences. We talk about Richard Dawkins to say with all the scientific discoveries. nobody, With all the eyeball witnesses of the educated and uneducated. You know when you look, look in history you see the greatest minds and the greatest scientific discoveries have been by devout Christians. And we're scientists. Check it out. When we see here, why do the heathen? They are heathen because they willfully do not want to believe in God. Why do the heathen rage? And that's what's going on right now. You're seeing a rage. I shared with you last Sunday. Have you ever noticed? Like I said, I don't care what the situation is in social media. You mentioned the name Jesus. And they go straight up in the air and turn left. They go straight up in the air and turn left. They can't stand the name of Jesus. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? In other words, thinking that they can rule themselves. See, that's what they thought in the French Revolution. That's what they thought time and time again. You see, these liberals, and you're seeing this manifest now, these, it's called the new atheism. These far left people, what you see in regards to destruction, they want to have America annihilated. And the war is literally against religion. We're going to see why here. Verse 2. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed. There was enmity between God and man. 
What you're witnessing right now is not so much a war with people or an ideology. They're warring against God. They're warring against a nation that was founded upon the Judeo-Christian principle. They're warring against those, those teachings of the Lord that some of us, according to dogmas, are just so stupid we don't know better. According to Bill Maher, we're just ridiculous. We're, we're dangerous. You see, they, they look through history skewed. Their, their, their interpretation of Scripture is very biased. They have a presupposition as to what to believe. They come at it just like, like uh, Horowitz's book here, a dark agenda. They have an agenda, and that is to destroy religion. See, we really see the new atheism and uh, what was being propagated by Barack Obama after 9-1-1. Because there you see uh, the Islamists who literally destroyed 3,000 lives there when the towers were, were attacked. You see, and Obama did not like to, in fact, he literally had the verbiage changed that this was not a war on terror. He, he, he purposely wanted people to realize it had nothing to do with Islam. Why? Because he had been brought up as a Muslim. As a result, the, these people who are the new atheists, they said, see, here's why religion is killing us. You had Muslims uh, who were attacking the Twin Towers. But those Muslims were attacking, they've attacked, they killed thousands of Christians and Jews. Obama promised to, to make Jerusalem the capital of Israel or help to, to establish that. He promised that. Did he do it after he got office? No. Who did? Our president. Our president did. So we had for eight years uh, working overtime to overturn trying and he literally said Obama said that we're not a Christian nation when everything up to that point had been he was part of the new atheism the extreme left liberalism that sought to annihilate in fact the day that he was uh, sworn in he said from now on America is going to change like never before that was his goal to tear it down these people who are attacking rioting loot, looting they're attacking the United States, they wanted, it's like that, the saying goes, burn, baby, burn. They wanted to burn down. In the 60s, we had the weathermen. <clears throat> I used to read, I'm not proud of this, I used to read the writings of the weathermen. I thought some of their ideas were pretty, pretty cool. That was back in the 60s. Let me tell you, they're the most ungodly. When, when people who are anti-American, some of the most ungodly. I was sitting as a senior one day. I was sitting here reading this book by Jerry Rubin. And uh, see, that's like Obama. One of his best friends was, uh, was Ayers, who had blown up a police station and all that. that when we look, he, Obama was friends. His best friends were people who were doing the very same thing we see happening today. So he set this foundation. Didn't do anything about it. We saw what happened out in Ferguson. Remember that? And what did uh, the President Obama do at that time? Not much nothing but blame the cops. Do you see where this is going? God's Word says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, verse 3, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. You know what they mean? It's saying they believe in God's Word. This is prophetic. 
In fact, we, we see that, that in Acts chapter 4, we see in Acts chapter 4 that God's word tells us and refers to this song that when you had Pilate and, and you, you had Herod and you, these rulers, it refers to it in Acts 39, chapter 4, starting in verse 25, these rulers at the time after Christ were attacking Christ. We're attacking Christ. We're attacking Christianity. And they refer back to this song to let us know what was happening from the time they started attacking Christ is what's happening now. So don't be fooled by the liberal media. Don't be fooled by the secularist media. The problem is they have an agenda against Christianity. And to do so, this nation is a reminder is to tear it down. Why? Because they want communism. They want socialism. They've been fed a steady diet of how terrible America is. Totally obliviated to the fact that the United States of America, like we said, D-Day was June 6, 1944, that America went to Europe to try to deliver Europe from attack by the fascists. The United States has developed uh, and been such a caring people for the rest of the world, feeding, taking care of, giving medical help. The biggest and greatest inventions in the world come from the United States because of our ability of marketing and merchandising and freedom. We see that the Red Cross, the national, the worldwide Red Cross, a Christian organization, the greatest colleges in the world were founded upon Christianity and, and as, as men, uh, universities to train ministers. And these people, these college students are marching on the very bones, if you will, of the people who make sure America would be free. They want to break the bands, you see, because they see God as a restriction on their life. They, they see the Ten Commandments. You, you see how uh, one of the first things that the atheists do, it, it have done is they want the Ten Commandments taken away from the courthouse. They want the display of the Ten Commandments taken away. Why? Because this is bands of constraint upon their Marxist ideology. They want to throw off the Lord Almighty, Lord God Almighty, they want to throw off God because they see God as something that keeps them from doing as in a way, and they're cords from us. For example, the bands of, of marriage. They want to do away with marriage. They want to, they want to do have you got this? Now listen to this now. This is total insanity. To throw off the bands, to throw off the cords. What's going on right now, even down here in Nashville, we want to take away the funding for the police. We, we want to take away the we want to close down police officers. Have y'all heard this? I mean, this isn't fantasy, this isn't a nightmare. They're really wanting to shut down police. Now I was really upset when I heard that, but I tell you, Willie. Uh, to, to every dark cloud there's a silver lining think about this now if they shut down the police department then we can go after the bad guys huh huh it's like Matt sent me something here a while back I right here today he sent me a thing this is a funny he sent me a funny showed this redneck guy no shirt on leaned against his truck and he said I heard that there was those riders were coming down here in the south. He said, is there a bag limit and do you have to use tags? 
And I'm telling you, if you don't have a gun, you better get one. Because there's no police. I never will forget Ron Ingram. Remember Chef Ron Ingram? I'll never forget this. Uh, there was some guy, Dad had all this rental property. And this guy called up Dad and he said, I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. So Dad was good friends with Ron Ingram. He called Ron. He said, uh, Ronnie said, I got this guy. Says he's coming, going to come over here and shoot me and everything. And the sheriff, Ron Ingram, was a long time ago. He says, Leo, here's what I want you to do. He says, when he steps up on your shore, on, a, on your porch, blow him away. But then drag him into your house. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that is politically correct, and probably not. But nevertheless, I'm telling you right now, they do away with police. Don't be coming around my house. Because I had a t-shirt I was wearing yesterday. I don't know where this t-shirt came from, but it says, Back off. My wife is crazy, and I'm not afraid to use her. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Verse 4. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Puny man thinks he's going to have war with God. What's God do? He's laughing. Who do you think you are, puny man? Here you got the Richard Dawkins, you've got the Christopher Higgins, you've got all these rope books that Christians are stupid, ignorant, thinking they're so smart. When God's Word tells us the fool, the fool, and the word fool where it says the fool has said in his heart there is no God, the word fool, the proper translation should be the insane. The insane. You have to be crazy to think that there's no God. The insane have said that there is no God. And so God laughs at this. Why? Because He knows how it's all going to go down, people. He knows exactly how it's all going to go down. Now, I tell you what, these young people are, that's up there marching, doing all this stuff, they're being sold. Uh, I, and I'm going to say right now, I, I, some, I don't condone it by no stretch. I understand these young people who are wanting to have their voices heard, who are wanting to think that they can... See, when you're a teenager... Uh, that's why I don't even think you ought to be able to vote to your least 25 to 30. Because your brain hasn't developed fully. True. Because I remember, like I said, when I was a senior in high school, I was reading Weatherman literature. And in fact, I had my book confiscated. And what's his name? Never. What was his name? Took my book, Lynn? I don't remember who it was. I want my book back. Anyway, uh, confiscated. I mean, had me in trouble because of what was written in it. But when you're young, you're stupid, aren't you? You know, it's just like I even heard Geraldo say. He said, if you're young and not a liberal, there's something wrong with you. But as you get older and still a liberal, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> but the point of the matter is this. If Americans don't just, and that burned me up, that Drew Briggs. I like him. He's a good guy. He claims to be a Christian all that. And he come back and apologize because he said we ought to stand up for flight. I tell you what, if we as Americans, if the police can't do it, here's my opinion what the police ought to do. I know it's, we're right now against all police brutality and everything. Here's my opinion. This is just my opinion. If you want to protest, and I'm a policeman standing there, go ahead and protest. That's your constitutional right to protest. Amen? Amen. 
But if you get into my private space right here and you start making accusations against my mama, you're going to need a dentist. That billy club, you're going to chew on into that billy club. Now you go on your way, I'm good with that. But don't put your hands on me and don't get in my face and cuss me. And I'm telling you, in my opinion, if the police would do that and, the, and our, our nation's leaders get behind that, they won't do that very long. You see, it's like people that's against corporal punishment saying it's just terrible that a parent would actually use corporal punishment that would literally whip their children. <laughs> Have you seen the kids of parents who believe that? They're marching up there right now. There they are. Tommy didn't, he just got a time out. He needs time out, time out the heel from the backside there. I'm telling you, that's, that's where this all this liberal ideology is coming from. We need to turn back to the Bible. We need to turn back to the Word of God. Uh, verse 5. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath. Remember now, he laughed at it, but now he's, uh, God's really, really mad now. He shall speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill. Now here's the interesting thing about studying Psalm 2. It's like a dual prophecy. It's referring to King David and to the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And you have to read in context to see at what point it's referring to. Verse 7, I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Now, Jehovah's Witness used that passage of Scripture out of context to substantiate their doctrine. Jehovah's Witness used that to say, you see, Jesus Christ was not God who always lived. It says right here that therefore the Messiah, there was a day he was begotten and God called him his son. They take it out of context. Now, what it's referring to is when Jesus Christ came forth from the tomb, his resurrection. It also refers at the same time to King David because he'd been talking about the kingdom that he put, put his own on. Verse 8, Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Look at verse 12 here. If you have a Bible that doesn't say this at first part, you have a Bible that uh, the liberals love. And they are like the Revised Standard Version and some of these. King Jimmy says, Kiss the son, lest he be angry. And if your Bible doesn't say that, because it's taken out of the more liberal Bibles. Kiss the son. Notice that capital S-O-N. In other words, do, do uh, obedience to Jesus Christ. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. In Revelation chapter 6, it says, When the Lord comes back, the kings will run to the mountain and beg God to let, them, let the mountains fall upon them, to cover them, and to hide them from the face of God. I don't know how you feel, and time may prove that I'm wrong, but I believe when our president walked across that, uh, from the White House over to that church and held up his Bible, the liberals went berserk. Do you notice that? The liberals went berserk. When I saw Nancy Pelosi holding a Bible, I was expecting to see a couple of horns come out on top of her forehead, and she burst into flames. Sort of like the Wicked Witch of the West that got water thrown on. 
That's what I expected. I mean, I was like, she acted like she's holding something she never seen before. Started reading from Ecclesiastes. She said, for a time there's an embrace and a time not embrace. What was her response? Wow, did you see that in that night? It's a time to embrace. I thought, lady, you need somebody to embrace you. And I tell you what, you better run to the Lord and beg him to embrace you. Because I, I tell you what, these people are, they, they hate, they hate the presence so much. But I really believe he didn't have to do that, but he was not trying to photo walk. They, he, they didn't send out word where they was going. I think he realized they attacked the church. Anybody attack a church like that is evil. They're wrong. And he held up a Bible that demonstrated the inspired and errant and fallible word of God. Uh, so much more I've wanted to preach on it and tell them already. Run out of time. Brandy's holding one finger up. That is the index finger. <laughs> but what we what we have to realize is this: that unless this nation turns back to the Lord, it's gone, baby. And all it takes for evil to prosper is for good men to do nothing. If they dismantle our police department, then citizens better become men of men. Amen. Let's stand if we please. Can you, if you'd like to come up there, please? Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into your holy presence. Please heal our nation. Please, your, your word tells us if we will pray and seek your face and turn, that you will hear, forgive, and heal our land. Father, please be with this great country. Please let it realize we need the Lord. We need the Lord from the bottom platform of this nation to the hierarchy. We need the Lord. And Father, give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding, discernment by God the Holy Spirit for your will and grace to carry it out. Father, I pray if anyone here doesn't know you as the Lord and Savior of their life, that they'll pray this prayer I'm about to pray. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I receive you as my Lord, my God, and my personal Savior. Holy Spirit, please fill me to overflowing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.